0: doing. Happy Thursday to everybody. It's nice to have hunting season in full swing. Hopefully a lot of you guys have gotten out or getting out shortly. Uh, I wanted to cover some things today. I'm getting ready to go up to Montana on Monday uh, for an elk hunt and thought it would be helpful seeing the response from going through my kit list and gear list for my sheep hunt to take you through what I take for for elk hunt. I know we've had a lot of customers ask the questions, you know, what's the difference in in the style of kit that you bring on the different types of hunt, and I thought it'd be good to share what I bring and what I've found to work for me on on September elk hunts during the rut. I'm going to cover Kuyu products, the pack I'm going to bring, and then my bow setup and some gear that I'm going to be testing. But I thought it'd be good to start off, we get a lot of questions about what's new, what's coming that's new, and I know we've had a lot of requests over the years for more solids, and... We've wanted to do more solids. We're finally in an inventory and in a position as a company to start to roll out more solids in our collection. And you're going to see lots of changes in solids on a seasonal basis throughout our line. So, those of you who've been waiting for it, uh, it's coming. You've seen some of it. Um, We've got some new solid products that just came in. If you've noticed on the site, but we have the Tiburon pant in a khaki, which is a fantastic color, not only for hunting but also for, for daily wear. I love this pant for wearing to work or wearing the shorts right now. And it's just that fabric makes it uh, such a versatile pant, um, whether it's hot or cold, and just wears so well. We've got the new, new uh, attack pant colors um, in, in the brown color, and then we also have it in loden green. We have the Chinook in a color-blocked uh, brown color that I think looks really good. The new Ultra down in a, a gray color that, that is a really good neutral gray color I love. And then a couple of the new color choices for the guy jackets. Um, I love the, the black and gray, and then I love the color pop of this green uh, on, the, on the guy jacket. So check these out. If you don't have them, get them. We're selling through the solids like crazy, and uh, they won't last long. So if you're interested, get into it. And... I um, want to also field a bunch of questions. So before we get into the kit, um, McCabe, you said you had some questions you want to dive into early. Yeah, there's and a then we'll take program. questions throughout the throughout the live broadcast. Of
1: course. Yep, that sounds good. Um, so one question that came in through Instagram. Uh, one thing we did differently was we posted last night on Instagram, and customers started
0: know, asking questions early. early. Yeah. yeah. What's What's coming?
1: So pack eight five four one said, "Will there ever be a Mountain Star or Storm Star three P tent?"
0: It's a good question. Um, you know we've we've actually sampled out a storm start 3p that we're going to be testing and looking at Uh, the question is is a 3p the extra weight extra you know extra uh, poles and dimensions we have to put into it an efficient size of tent to move up from the 2p i know for a 3p size tent adding for two people is a great useful size so we're evaluating it we're considering it a lot of it has to do with customer input if you guys tell us you want a 3P Storm Star or Mountain Star 10, it really helps us understand the future demand of it. So that request is out there. Please uh, let us know.
1: Awesome. And this one just came in um, from Key Haino on Instagram. Uh, it came in quite often. Will there ever be a Vias 2.0? If so, when?
0: You know, uh, I don't know if we'll see a Vias 2.0 in the near, near future. You know, we're always evaluating our patterns. Um, you know, one of the things where we, we struggle with at Kuyu is the range of technical fabrics that we print on. Unlike fabrics that um, I previously worked for uh, with with my previous company, um, we have such a wide range of, of makeup. Whether it's uh, a quality of poly yarn that we're getting out of Japan, uh, the the thickness or density, quality of the yarn, uh, whether it's nylon, um, the construction of it, that really makes consistent color and prints across our line very challenging and it's one of the things we're really working on right now is to get a consistent color range within our product line um you're going to see that more in vs we've kind of gotten it there um pretty close on v2 that's something we're working on now but as far as a a a vs pattern 2.0 i don't see anything happening in in the near future at all on that but good question We got time for one more sure
1: cool this one came in from james dennis on facebook he asked, "Do you support keeping public
0: lands public?" Always, and always have. And I know that there's been some questions brought up about um, you know my political support of the Trumps. I've become friends with Donald Trump Jr. We've had together and understand their position on public lands, which is absolutely keeping public lands public, keeping access open to everybody. I've had the unique opportunity not only to get Donald Trump, to, to get to know Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, and 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 President Trump, but also um, I've had uh, a couple. Meetings with Secretary of Interior Zinke, and he's adamantly uh, a proponent of keeping public lands public. Um, Really, there's been some press around his review of national monuments, and people have made it out to be that he is not supportive of public lands, that this is a move to turn those public lands back to private. Having spent some time with uh, Secretary of Interior Zinke, meeting with uh, some of the conservation organizations with offices in DC, and truly understanding what we're, what he's doing with this review of the national monuments that obama signed in is to making sure that that national monument doesn't restrict public a- access doesn't take away opportunities for hunting and fishing and it has a lot to do with the plan of management around those lands and that's really what secretary is diving into better understand and that if it is going to take away opportunities for people to hunt and fish on those lands is, it that, is, is that the best use of that land to, to restrict that type of access and that type of use? It certainly is no move to turn those lands from uh, public into private, and I would never support that as well. And uh, we, we donate a lot towards conservation. We are pro-public um, lands remaining uh, public and adamantly against anything that's, that uh, would take lands away from, from public access hunting and fishing. And using those lands, so I just you know continue to to say the same message I've said multiple times. Absolutely, I want to keep public lands public, and we'll do everything we can to fight against it. And um, I feel fortunate to have the opportunity to to talk to Secretary Zinke and meet with Secretary Zinke and talk about these concerns that that our customer base has and the hunting community has as well. So good questions. Um, so let's dive into the, to the kit. Uh, it's a lot of, the, of what I bring on my elk hunt isn't totally different than what I take sheep hunting. You know, I'm building a layering system, although I have some different choices in some of the products because the time of year we get some colder temperatures than we get up when we're normally sheep hunting. And I'm not backpack hunting, so I have to worry about weight and bulk as much as I do on a sheep hunt. So I'm not counting grams, and more on a lot of it's on functionality. As far as uh, the pan I'm going to bring... I'm going to run the same pant that I took on my sheep hunt, which is our Alpine pant. And I like that because of the versatility of it with the hip fence. It can layer up underneath. Um, and it's got the, the kneecaps, so I'm on minis a lot when elk are coming in or doing a setup. so And I like the extra pocketing on the sides for uh, for either elk calls or for gloves or for headwear. So I'll, I'll be bringing the Alpine pants. On this hunt, because looking at the uh, weather conditions next week, we're going to get some uh, some pretty cold weather, some pretty wet weather. So I'm going to pack the Chinook pant because we're not backpack hunting. We're base camping out of, um, and so extra weight and extra clothes isn't a problem. So I'll bring the Chinook in case the temperatures really drop. On my base layers, I'm going to be uh, going in the, the Peloton on the tops and the bottoms, uh, zip-off bottoms, and then also bring in the Peloton 97 and the Peloton 200, as my two mid-layers. And this gives me a really good range, whether it's hot, whether it's cold, or to layer together in colder temperatures. And I love the Peloton just because of how light it is and how dry and and comfortable it is to wear and how quickly it dries. I love hunting in a vest, especially for elk. Especially bow hunting keeps my arms free. So I'm gonna, uh, again, wearing the Peloton 240 vest um, because it's light, it's packable, keeps my core warm, and it's wind resistant by construction. Something else to note is i never go into the mountains without Superdown or Superdown Ultra now. So I'll be packing in a dry bag in the bottom of my pack, uh, Superdown Ultra jacket and pants, um, just in case you have to spend the night out or the temperatures really drop or sit behind glass for a long time. One of my favorite pieces for elk hunting that we've created is the Kenai jacket. That's using the 3D FX, the uncoated face fabric. Gives you lots of breathability. You can hike and climb in it in cold conditions and it's really quiet. And I'll literally um, put this on and never take it off except for the middle of the day uh, when I'm elk hunting. This is the most versatile, um, best elk hunting jacket I've ever worn. One of the reasons I wanted to create the Ultra X is reduce the amount of weight and bulk that's in your pack for rain gear and for elk hunts, for mule deer hunts, when we're going to get some weather, but it's inconsistent. You're not in your anger a lot. That's why we created the Ultron X, and that's why I'm bringing on this hunt because of how light and packable it is. Jacket pant together is like 14 ounces, which is the same weight as the Chewgatch. Bring our large quarter bags for these. Hopefully, I need it. And then I'll bring a large zippered meat bag as well for the uh, for the tenderloins, back straps, any neck meat that I got to put in there. And that's my game bag setup. And then as far as headwear, I'm going to bring the, the Peloton 240 glassing cap for neck gaiter, which I really, really like because it's going to cover your face if you've got a bowl coming in. I'm bringing the, the Peloton neck gaiter, uh, the 130, then also the 200, so if it gets really cold, um, I can cover up my face and, and keep my head and neck warm. And I can pull it up over the back of my hat uh, or the back of the, the 240, and it works like a balaclava. A um, couple new products I'm going to be testing. The Expedition Glove. They're not yet, but this is a heavily insulated glove. It's going to be similar warmth as a North Star glove. But it has a neoprene cuff, which allows you to get in and out of the glove a little bit simpler and, and quicker. It also lets you um, you know, put your cuff tabs over the top of this in bad weather. And uh, this is a new style that's coming out. Um, we've been I tested it uh, on a couple different hunts in the spring. And this is what I'm going to be taking to test uh, on elk hunting. I usually don't wear gloves elk hunting because I don't need hand protection. I like to fill the bow and not have anything over my hand shooting my release. But behind glass, um, or if we're hiking during the day and it's cold, that's why I'm bringing the expedition gloves for. They're waterproof, they're breathable with, without dry. And it's a killer new, new glove that's going to be coming out soon. And then because it's getting cold, um, this new prototype came in. And it is uh, it's a really warm, warm hat. It's built like the Peloton 240, but it's got a Sherpa high loft fleece on the inside. It's really soft, really warm. And then it has a heavy-duty nylon fabric on the outside with a little bit of 3DFX insulation in it. So it's going to be by far the warmest hat we've we've made. And if it gets cold, I'm going to be able to test this thing out. Bring my Kestrel knife. This is the Mouflon Skinner. I love this knife, especially for skinning out big elk. Um, it sharpens well, keeps an edge for a long time. There's a great skinner for an animal that's large like an elk. As far as my optics, I'm going to be using the Swarro's 10x42s, same optus I take when I go sheep hunting. Normally just use the range finder uh, on this one, I'm rifle hunting for sheep. For archery hunting, I like to have a one hand operation on our range finder. So I, I'm running a rangefinder uh, pouch on the side of the bino harness with our lanyard. So if you get a bull coming in, you can go up, you can get the range, you can drop your range finder and go ahead and make the shot. Versus your binoculars, you're going to have to go up and put it back in, and it's a left-handed button. So that's why I'm using this setup uh, for archer hunting, which is which I always do. And I'm using the, the Leica rangefinder. Um, this one's what i found to be the, the, one of the best and most accurate rangefinders out there. It's small and compact. Footwear, I'm going to run the Rebel Cage like I did on my sheep hunt. Um, the other option would be the um, R-Revolutions, another great choice for elk hunting. I just like a stiffer boot. And I've found these to be so comfortable, it's what I'm going to take on, on my elk hunt. The area we're hunting, the ranch we're hunting, is, is really open terrain, and we do a lot of glassing, because we're primarily hunting for really big bulls on this ranch in the you know the 365 to 385 class range. There's a lot of elk, high elk density, so really targeting and finding a big bull. We spend a lot of time behind glass at long distances. I'm bringing the Swarrow 95mm uh, spotting scope. And I'm always looking to find ways to cut weight um, on my kit. And on this hunt, I'm testing out a new tripod by a company called Velbon, which is a carbon fiber tripod. It has two sections of legs with a flip clip, which I prefer, if you can see this, versus a twist clip, because I know it's locked shut. And the tripod, if you take out this middle section here, uh, weighs right around two pounds, which is. For this height of the tripod and the style of the tripod, is as light as I've been able to find. And it's a product I just ordered and received. And then uh, Gitso came out with a new head that I'm going to try, which is only one pound. And this new combination versus the Manfrotto setup I was using, I'm saving about three pounds just on the tripod and head. So I'm going to give this a run and see how I like it. Um, and then when I do the, the review of the product and gear, I'll let you know what I think. But I'm pretty optimistic and save about three pounds on my tripod and head setup. And I think that pretty much... Oh, I'm on my pack. So another, another new product I'm going to test on this is an Ultra 2000. So we have the Ultra 1800. A lot of elk hunts, especially when it's cool, is just a little bit too small. I've been running the 3000 or the Icon Pro 3200. So we end up a little bit in size uh, from the 1800 to 2000. And you see on this pack, uh, we increase the height so it actually comes over the stays. Still pull away from the pack. We can still you know put an elk quarter meet behind that's just a little bit larger size and I'm gonna test that out and see if it's enough uh, for all kinds of, and this you know four four day pack setup which I which I believe it's gonna be. I'm pretty excited about it. Let's get into some questions. Let's
1: do it. Um, so Clay Peck coming in from Facebook asked what's one thing you wouldn't leave home without?
0: <laughs> uh, binoculars. More so than it, probably anything else. I think optics, for me, how much time we spend behind optics. If I'm going to go out in the field, I'd rather leave everything else behind and bring my optics because you know, without optics, you're not going to find the animals to hunt. And um, that's probably my number one thing that I make sure is always in my pack. It's a good question. Do
1: you ever use your tripod uh, with binos to glass?
0: I do. Um and I'll use it. I have 15 power binoculars that I'll use for certain hunts, um, and I'll mount those directly on with a tripod, uh, with a with an adapter for my tripod. My 10 x 42s, I usually don't use an adapter, but I will set them over my spotting scope if I need to for stability. Just depends on the hunt that I'm doing.
1: Awesome. Uh, Tom Johnson asked, "Is there a big difference between the Yukon Pro and the new Expedition glove?"
0: The U- yes, there is. Um, it's a good question. So the Expedition glove has a lot more insulation than the Yukon Pro. It also has a neoprene cuff that fits tight around your wrist, so there's no cinch to go around, and it's a little bit shorter. So this is going to be a warmer glove than the Yukon uh, the Pro, and um, is more for late season or a style of glove where you can really cinch it down over the top of your uh, jacket. You don't have to have another cuff tab. So it's really going to fit a little bit differently, more towards the North Star uh, as far as warmth, but easier to use because it's not a gauntlet style glove, which is better. This glove's better in wet weather and stormy weather because you don't have the water migrating down your sleeve. Perfect. Let's do one more, and I'll get my bow set up. Sounds good. Um,
1: this one came in from me, 1776. Why Peloton over Merino
0: Wool? It's a great question. Um, both are great choices. We launched this brand. I It was... Nothing but uh, merino wool, 7.5 micron, um, certified New Zealand uh, merino wool, which which I really like. Uh, the, uh, about four years ago, Torrey developed a knit program out of their Prime Flex yarn, which we use for all of our outerwear, which is such an amazing patented uh, yarn with its ability to stretch and recover without elastic. And when they introduced the, that, that uh, product, we started testing it. We were really, you know. I was reminded of the advantages of a, of, a synthet- of a really premium synthetic product, how fast it dries and how durable it is. I mean, the downsides of merino wool, because it's a hydrophilic uh, fiber, it's going to pull moisture into it. It's how it kind of keeps you warm when it's wet is it's going to pull the moisture off your skin into that fabric and then evaporate it, and it's going to hold moisture longer. And it also has, no matter what micron, you're still going to feel the fact that it is merino wool, and you know the, the advantage to merino, as I see it, um, is it's going to keep you uh, more temperature regulated because of the evaporative effect, the fact that it pulls moisture into that fabric. And then also the carotene protein that it's made up with is antimicrobial by nature. So as we know, there's the odor advantage of a, of a merino piece over a synthetic. And In the past, synthetics, the challenge we've had with it is getting longevity out of a synthetic base layer without having it get odor buildup from, from uh, bacteria. And fortunately for us, we went to Torrey with that challenge with their NIP program, and they had developed a really strong um, antimicrobial type of uh, treatment that they're using in their medical field. And we applied it to our Peloton products and found that it works extremely well. In fact, like for instance, on my sheep hunt, I ran two shirts for 14 days in the mountains switching back and forth. And never had a problem with those um, containing a lot of odor or smelling poorly, so um, that's really I like a drier I like a drier, uh fabric next to my skin and uh, the feel of and the durability of a uh, of a synthetic you know because merino's not that durable so that's you know it's a kind of a personal choice, but that's why I like our synthetics over merino a long-winded answer. <laughs>
1: Um, someone actually asked to see the inside of that, that
0: 2000. you think you can show them? Sure. Awesome. So it's the Ultra Series, so it's super, super basic. I like going light and fast on elk hunts so I can move quickly. So I, I choose the Ultra System. Let me open this up for you. So it's got the same hor- horseshoe top entrance like most of our packs, same pocketing configuration with a top pocket here, and long vertical pocket. You have spotting scope or rain gear. And then inside, I've got it kind of set up with what I'm going to bring as far as a 3-liter bladder that clips in. And then something that I do um, that I don't know if I've ever covered is I use our our small zip top dry bags and then a small carabiner and I clip in the loops to the loop up here where the hydration clips into as well and then you can hang these uh, zip top dry bags and easily access them for whatever, whatever products are in there. I've got survival kit, I have fire starter, I have my knives, I have my backup batteries and these all hang right here. Easy to access and out of the way and they stay out of the bottom of your pack. Uh, I think you can see the inside of that pretty well.
1: A lot of questions coming in about your release. So sure. I think it's time to cover the
0: bow. So I'm shooting a true fire release. Um, this is I've gone through several. For me, I like the, the padding on the, um, on the inside of, of, um, of the release. I like the way it sits in my hand. I like uh, What I like about this release also is that when you're traveling or hiking all day, it folds back. And then the trigger on this uh, release for me, I, I pull it all the way back. Lets me wrap my finger around, and then when I'm at full draw on and at anchor, instead of squeezing the squeezing trigger like you normally would, I go to I start drawing the bow again. That lets the trigger come off, almost like a back tension release, but still gives me the ability to punch the trigger if I need to on a quick shot. As far as the bow, I'm shooting an elite that I've shot the last couple years. It's an Energy 35, dipped in. Beautiful V.S. camouflage, turned out really good. And I like the longer to longer, uh, you know, longer axle length because I'm tall and, I'm, and and my draw length shoot those better. And then I'm shooting a Spot Hog sight, and I am uh, shooting, what release? Am I? Oh yeah, a Trophy Taker release, drop release. And as far as the arrow setup, I'm shooting a uh, V.A.P. Elite 300 with a Slick Trick Broadhead, 100 grains. And this arrow comes in just over 400 grains uh, at my arrow length. And pretty cool setup. Um, Bob Fromm down at Performance Archery in San Diego, California does arrow tuning where he takes the shafts, finds, spins them, finds uh, consistent uh, spine on every single arrow, matches them up, and then squares off the ends of the arrows so they're perfectly square. An offset knock or an offset insert will obviously dramatically affect the arrow flight. They're not all true and straight when you get them. So he he squares them off. He does all the work on the spining to make sure they're all matched and weighs them and then puts uh, premium fletching on it and and really does this whole setup. Um, and you can call them and ask him to set you up custom-tuned and spined arrows. And what you get is a matched set of arrows. They're all going to fly the same. And if you A lot of guys I know will go out and and... Uh, take the new arrows out, number them, and shoot them to figure out which you're which shooting consistent and which aren't. And he actually does all that work for you in advance, so they're all going to shoot exactly the same. And um, it's really helped me out being really consistent, especially on the longer shots. And it's a it's a product you can call and order, and, and he'll, um, his team down there will custom-tune your arrows for you. And it really makes a difference, especially with with today's compounds at longer distances. So check me out. Bob Fromm and I, I worked at Bob's shop. When I was in high school, and uh, he taught me a lot about this industry. Taught me a lot about running a business. Taught, taught me a lot about archery. There's, an, I think, a guy out there that understands how to tune arrows and a bow better than Bob from out there. He's most um, he's an amazing hunter, and, and he's been in the business forever. So, if you ever have any questions about tuning a bow, getting arrows set up, he's a great resource to reach out to via email or uh, or give him a call. He's a performance Archery down in San Diego, California. I think that covers my bow setup, and same setup I used last year. Really. What I like about it is how well it shoots. The Elite is easy to shoot. Um, I'm not sh- I don't have I'm shooting at about sixty five pounds, like a little bit slower speeds, you just get really consistent and accurate and have you know downrange accuracy that's that's reliable versus really high speeds. So that's my setup. Got a lot of confidence in it. Um, and that's what we'll be taking. What other questions you have?
1: Um, so this one's came up uh couple times, actually. Uh, this one was on Instagram from Jay Joke, Yeah. 1985 Any plans for Blaze Orange?
0: <laughs> we actually have a Blaze Orange hat coming out just because of a request. I think it's coming out later this year. You know, the Blaze Orange comments we get, the hard thing with it is, you know, what do you put it on? And if you do Blaze Orange on a guide jacket, you do Blaze Orange on a Peloton shirt. As soon as it's raining, you got to put your rain gear on. So then do you do Blaze Orange in your rain gear? I mean, that's the struggle we have. Um, and so, I, I mean, for us, if we're hunting, like if I hunted in Colorado last year during rifle season for deer, I put just a really lightweight uh, orange vest over the top because I could move it within my system. And that's why we haven't done more Blaze Orange products. If you guys have ideas of what you would like as far as a Blaze Orange setup besides a ball cap, please let us know. We'll, we'll look at it. We're con- kind of considering all options on it. That's why we haven't come out with something. Um, really because it's something you got to kind of move throughout your system as you're layering up and layering down. Good question, though.
1: Awesome. Another one from Facebook. Do you prefer to bow or rifle
0: hunt? You know, it's it's, uh, it's a good question. So, you know, my background, I grew up um, hunting with my father, who's a tr- diehard traditional um, hunter, and I grew up shooting a longbow for years. And for about 25 years, I didn't pick up anything but, a, but my longbow and hunt with it. Uh, about seven or eight years ago, one of my first sheep hunt up at uh, Arctic Red, and I, I brought a rifle. Steve Boswell built me a custom gun that I took on that hunt. And, you know, I had so much fun hunting with, with a rifle, I've continued to hunt with it. And I hunt with my gun just like I do with my bow. It just gives me opportunity, obviously, to, to shoot some animals that, at longer distances. And when I'm rifle hunting, I'm just focusing on trying to really shoot a mature old animal every single time. And I've gotten to really enjoy, you know, that aspect and that type of, of rifle hunting. And I think, you know, it just depends on the species and type of hunting you do. You know, I love bow hunting. I love the excitement of, of, of elk hunting with a bow or mule deer hunting with a bow. But I also enjoy you know, rifle hunting just about equally as well too. They're both challenging. Just depends on uh, the weapon and, and how you you know how you hunt with it. My opinion.
1: Awesome. A couple questions from some guys in Texas asking about what they should take during early season hunts.
0: So early season in Texas, I wonder, or early season. Early season in Texas.
1: Yeah, I would. So I hot. mean,
0: Tiburon for sure. Uh, Tiburon pants. Uh, one product I didn't cover in this, and I think I've got a sample here, a product here, is our Tiburon Snap, snap Shirt. Uh, I can't find it. I thought I put it in here. But uh, Tiburon Tee, Tiburon Snap Shirt, Tiburon Pants. Um, I think one of the great things about merino wool is how well it's thermoregulating. And, and honestly, I prefer merino wool in hot temperatures versus cold temperatures. Oh, here it is. Tiburon Snap Shirt that just came out. It's an awesome piece. Um, We've had a lot of requests for a full button-down. Here it is. Uh, And uh, so, yeah, definitely, tebron. look at Merino wool, the 125 against your skin, or the Peloton. That's what I'd recommend. Oh, speaking of new products, I know we've had some questions about a couple projects we did on Gear Root earlier this year, when those products are going to arrive. I just got confirmation the Summit Refuge Shelter has shipped. It'll be here looking to start shipping it third week, fourth week of October. And then we have the new Superdown Pro, which is a larger jacket than the Superdown. It has twice the amount of down and a heavier-duty face fabric. And we have the jacket and pant, and those are both coming out uh, about mid-October next month. So if you're looking for on the Superdown Pro a jacket that you can pull over everything, um, sit behind glass, that's a jacket that I know a lot of you have asked for, and that's coming out. And I've been testing it for the last year, and it's absolutely awesome. Super, super warm. Um, so look for those those pieces coming out uh, next month.
1: So this one came in on Instagram uh, from G R V A D N. Let's see, sorry, G R Van Dyke eighty four. Yeah. Any plans for in the future for flex fit hats or for larger? Yeah, costumes? we
0: do. So we heard you. I know a lot of people complain that our hats aren't as big or as deep as they need to be for some head sizes, and we've listened. Uh, we've been working with a couple different hat companies developing flex fit program for us and those i promise you will be out early next year um i think i, I don't know we may have some solids that come out the holiday season flex fit i believe um but a full range of flex fit styles and fits um we'll have a lot more options and hats hat styles hat colors that all flow in through next year so we've heard you we're doing something about it and any other suggestions or comments on products like that let us know anything else coming in Got had a couple questions about a kid's line. <laughs> so, yeah, we are working on youth. Um, we are. I mean, my goal is to have it out uh, before summer next year. Uh, I can't confirm that. Um, and so as soon as we have confirmation of when it will be released, it's been developed. Um, some of you have seen pictures of my son wearing it on Instagram, some of the other posts uh, that I put out there. Uh, it, it's a, it's a work in progress, kind of finalizing pricing and, and factory specs right now on it and this the range of sizes so i'll keep you posted on exactly when it's going to come out it will it will go to market and i'll keep you posted on exactly when it is and it's awesome your, your kids will love it i know my kids do they're excited about it so um we have time for one more let's do one more we'll wrap it up and i just you know it's, it's uh yeah let's do one more question real quick
1: perfect so this one came in on instagram from dark our guy 87 um and he asked how can i get my gun dipped in camo
0: Good question. So uh, you can look up on the Internet and find anybody that can do hydro dipping um, or coating and they can request, like hydro dipping, they can request the film from TWN that has our film already developed. It's in stock. They order it. They dip your gun um, and ship it back to you. So any reputable hydro dipper should be able to do it. Um, there's some companies out there that can do coating That's another nice treatment to your guns. And um so not hard to do. you just got to just find somebody that can do it for you and um, order the film. It's simple, and it looks great. So thanks for everybody's time and attention today. Uh, I'm enjoying doing the live events. I love the questions. If you have any subjects or anything you'd like us to cover, we're going to do another one next month. Um, let us know, and I'll make sure that we cover all the topics in advance. You can either email it through customer service or contact McCade on Facebook or Instagram. And we'll make sure we cover it or go through any products or any tutorials you guys want. Just let us know, and we absolutely will cover it. I love it. So thanks for everybody. Good luck through September, and see you guys next month.